This train is inbound. From Sector C. My crime is that of outsmarting you. If you have not yet submitted your identity to the retinal clearance system, communications interface online. You're not dealing with AT&T. Automatic medical systems engaged. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Defensive weapon selection system activated. Have a very safe day. From San Diego, California, I'm Drake Anubis. And from Florida, I'm Enigma, I guess, did, today. Did you forget? I forgot my name today. <laughs> well, how's it going down there besides that? Oh, not too bad. Are you happy I got your sound equipment and I sound better now? Oh, do you hear him, audience? Do you hear him? Are you ready for a miracle? Oh, feel it, audience. Enigma, say something. Speak to the people. Or not. <laughs> oh, that was that was that was good. That was yeah. perfectly timed. <laughs> Yeah, um, audience, I have to plug, I have a soundboard set up here um, for a different show, but I had to plug it in so I can route uh, something into here for today, because we have a special thing going on. Um, so do you want... I still think we should, uh, you know, add that uh, soundboard in our normal rotation. Yeah, right we here. just need to get some clips. We need to have some things yeah. to say. The closest I can do is say, you know, um, it's important to have good audio. It matters a great deal. <laughs> That's like the best I got. Yeah, but we need, I, we need I like clips it. relevant to the show. Yes, yes, we do. Anyway, so what have you been up to, Drake? Um, I have been mostly preparing to go on a road trip, and uh, m- uh, I've actually spent more time preparing for this show than preparing to go on the road trip. Um, so whenever you're ready, I'll launch into a world of wonder. So are we talking about your topic tonight? Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I have the soundboard set up. It wouldn't be here otherwise. I'm cool with that. Um, so I've just been working. As my usual self, you know. Cleaning the windows, mopping the floors? Yeah, cleaning the windows, mopping the floors. Do you have the Rubbermaid mop from the last show? I do not have the Rubbermaid mop. I should pick that up, yeah. (laughs) With the hair nets and the socks? Yeah. And I'm just going to go with the whole thing of me being a janitor because you're not going to let it drop. Because it's true. I'm just going to take it and roll with it. You know, I posted those pictures of you uh, mopping those, uh, not mopping those windows, uh, what do you call it when you do the window thing? squeegeeing the windows? Yeah, you would know if it's your job, yeah. Um, I posted, (laughs) walked right into that one. (laughs) I must be tired. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm so far ahead that when I look back, I see me coming. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. How far ahead I am. Whatever floats your boat. I think we should just break right into it, because I know you have places to be and things to do. Yes, I do. (laughs) Well, tonight I want to talk to you about uh, scanners, not the... Uh, document kind, but the radio kind. You may not even have heard of this technology, but it uh, it is out there, and I assure you it is fantastic. Kind of like a police scanner type deal? or Exactly like a police scanner. In fact, a, a police scanner is just a, a subset of scanners that will only do um, police channels. But Yeah, certain mm-hmm. bands. Yeah. yeah. Although usually you can use the terms interchangeably. But um, Well, I should explain, I, I guess, what a scanner is. So in, in the air, there are radio waves floating around. And you can tune into them if you have a specific radio, like Wi-Fi tunes to a certain band, 24, uh, uh, 2.4 gigahertz. Uh, police use certain bands. Usually it's, well, it, it actually varies now if they're using a trunk system or depending on the jurisdiction. But uh, there's a lot of stuff floating through the air, 
And if you have a scanner, it's almost like you have a radio that can work with any other radio, and you can tune into the frequency you want. Like like um, like the radio in your car goes from 89 to 100 and I think it's 102 or 107 in the U.S. It's like that, only it goes down to 25 and up to like 1300. So you get a lot of stuff to listen to. Hmm. Oh, indeed. So why <laughs> is this useful? Well, um, I'm not sure that it is. There is a thing you can do where you hit like the WX button and it will give you that automated voice that tells you about the weather saying like, uh, you know, hurricanes approaching from north, south, hurricane, yeah, but, you know, that automated weather voice. Yes, I know the automated weather voice well. You know, <laughs> living, you? living, living in a, uh, a hurricane, uh, oh. torn state, you know, you get used to the weather radios. I thought you meant like you just kept it on all the time. I'm like, man, the weather's not that important to me. No, no, no. But uh, every, every, uh, you know, year or so around August, you know, uh, July, August, it, uh, becomes, actually we've had, we haven't had a major storm around here for, uh, a few years, but like one summer we had like four in a row, you know, and all of them hit us. <laughs> so. It was just great. your house, no one else's little tornado going around? No, no, no. It was just our area got, you know, slammed. Um, you know, the central Florida, I guess. So, well, that's anyway. cool. It's good for your business. A lot of cleanups to do, a lot of windows to wash. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, but um, I suppose you could also argue that um, um, it's good for listening to the police or fire to see if they're doing their job or something, but um, I can't think of that. It's just a, it's a fun toy to have. Although, interestingly enough, I just happened to be looking at the uh, form you fill out if you want to um, uh, say that you've seen a crime anonymously. And one of the things they ask you under the drug dealing section is, do you suspect that a police scanner is involved? So apparently they're, uh, they take the, um, <clears throat> the threat of drug dealers using police scanners to, as a lookout very seriously. And I didn't actually think that was that um, oh prevalent. Well, so you know, people being nosy, you know, wanting to, uh, you know, police scanners are... Or, you know, those type of scanners used to be available, you know, fairly easily to get a hold of, you know, Radio Shack or... Yeah, or Radio Shack used to uh, make some of the best ones, well, not the best ones, but the, the cheapest ones. In fact, yeah. I actually have a Radio Shack scanner um, on yeah, my shelf somewhere. pick one up for like 50 bucks, you know, 50 dollars yep. and, you know, off the way you go. They've lasted forever. You know, people use them for NASCAR events too, but... Um, mm-hmm. um, I suppose that begs the question, if you can listen to police and fire and all kinds of magic stuff, is this legal... Uh, well, actually, yeah. In fact, it's, it's, um, not only is it legal, but it's considered almost like a right to bear arms things because people have challenged it in such a way that it's saying, well, no, we get to, uh, have a check and balance on the police department. Um, if they can, uh, break into our homes, we get to listen to what they're talking about, that kind of thing. Or I guess a better example is if they can wiretap us, we can wiretap them, sort of a thing. So it's actually very, very legal to have. The only exception is that they block out certain bands, like the, uh, the old cellular band is blocked out. The modern um, uh, cordless phone band is knocked out, so you can't listen to phone calls. And they have some um, interesting rules around it. Usually, if you commit a crime that involves a scanner, the penalty is higher. Um, there are laws to what you can do with the information you find. Like, you can't sell the information. You can talk about it, but you can't sell it. And it took me a while to figure out what they were talking about, because what, what would you possibly hear that you'd want to sell? And it's for uh, these companies that will like uh, listen to taxi dispatch companies or uh, like, uh, like prostitute dispatch or not, not prostitute um uh, what do I call them? escort dispatch services they'll listen to that and they get a taxi or a girl at the destination faster and steal business from someone else by listening to a a radio network like that yeah so and um you know 
the the taxi band that's that's on there too, right? Like the yeah, no, you can you can do that. That's why they had to pass a law saying it's illegal to uh, to listen uh, to them and then sell it to your taxi company or whatever. Right, I'm sure there's plenty of fun and interesting information you can find out. Yes, you can. In fact, I have a couple things programmed in tonight, and I'm listening to the scan around with one earpiece, uh, waiting for something in particular. Hmm. So when it comes, I'll jump into it because it's worth. Uh, uh, just so I can catch it. So if I if I, if I stutter a little bit, because I'm having two conversations, but although I stutter all the time anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. It's okay. Well, I think faster than I talk, and right now I'm looking at all these levels, and there's pizza all over my notes, which are actually useless, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, um, we, <laughs> you just ramble. It's okay. It, it's okay, Drake. I know. I know. So these things are easily available, as we touched on earlier, and I suppose you, you know there's a lot out there. What do you want to look for? Well, you can buy the cheapest thing possible and be happy if you've never done this before. Um, the only distinguishing features, really, is that um, they have things like uh, larger bands, certain extra bands are in there. Um, a big thing is that the really expensive ones, like I have a BCT-15X made by Uniden. It's unbelievably great scanner. But what makes it so great is the way it can handle trunked systems. And trunk systems are a way of consolidating radios for both uh, security and just performance on a certain uh, given set of frequencies. Because let's say you have um, an entire law enforcement agency... Uh, that that would be a lot of frequencies if you wanted to have a bunch of um of police all talking to each other. Like if you wanted to find a certain um you know just your uh, partner or whatever, you and your partner would have to have you know just a certain set channel, and it consumes a lot of bandwidth. So what trunk systems do is they work on they all the radios will share a set of frequencies, and when they transmit, they transmit out a code. It's usually called a talk code if it's a Motorola system or um or other code types, and you'll have a radio tuned to say well. Unless a transmission comes in that begins with this code, don't open the speaker. So that way you only hear and can only talk to people in your particular talk group. And if you tune to these frequencies um, without a, a, a scanner that can follow trunks, you just hear a bunch of random conversations because the radios are skipping around to whatever frequency is available, and you're hearing just all kinds of, of the conversations don't flow. Yeah, we had a similar setup at, um, I worked at a correctional facility for a couple of years, and um we had a, for all of our um, juvenile correction officers, they would carry a radio, um, which worked, you know, it was just basically a scanner that they could talk on. Um, and uh, like the master control, the the ops area would would be in the scenario that you were talking about. Would basically just scan all the frequencies and could pop in and listen on any particular, you know, conversation. Yeah, that's about how they work. In fact, they make radios that are called uh, transceivers. Your quality just got really bad. Fascinating. Stand by. You sound like a rebel man. Nope, still rebel man. Yeah, really rebel man. Okay. Uh, anyway, now that we're back, I think we we're just touching on trunk systems and how cool they are. And um, yes, there are a couple other features you might want to watch out for, like the, with the uh, BCT15X. You can uh, actually plug it into your computer and control it uh, with the computer, which is what I'm doing right now. And there are these really cool benefits to that because there are sites like um, Am I going through a wind tunnel? What the hell? Hmm. Oh, fascinating. Um, can you turn yours to uh, only transmit when you're talking? Okay. Oh, that, Is that better? That's a lot better. Okay. So. Okay. 
This time, <laughs> so this time for for real. This, Go ahead. This time for real. So trunk systems, that's a benefit. If you want to plug it in your computer, which is great, because there are all these you know sites where you can uh, download trunk systems and frequency lists and just shove them into the scanner, and that's wonderful. Um, there are things like band scope where you can say, look at bands ninety six uh, ninety six megahertz to one hundred megahertz. It will scan each channel very fast and repeat the scan over and over and show you um, a peak graph of which channels are transmitting, so you can hone in on things. Um, there's a great feature called Close Call. It's it's branded differently amongst the different um, scanner manufacturers. But basically, it, devices exist that are called frequency counters, where when something starts transmitting, if you're close enough to it, it can count the frequency of the transmitting thing because it's, it's so powerful that it almost kind of drowns everything else out at close range. So with the Close Call, it's like a built-in frequency scanner well, it, where it waits for something nearby to transmit and then locks on to it. So you can be on the freeway and a cop can pull up next to you and talk on his radio and your scanner will automatically lock onto it, um, which yeah. is very interesting. Yeah, it's very equivalent. We use it occasionally. It's, um, you kind of forget it's on and it scares you. It makes a lot of noise. Um, but that's about, <laughs> that's about it on the features. If you just want to break into the field, just go on Craigslist or eBay, like 30 bucks. Pick anything up. It's going to be fun. So, um, Good times. Good times indeed. Now, we talked about trunk systems. So let me give you an example of one of the cool things you can do here. Um, let me do this. Hold on. It's, oops. That's not right. Okay. So there's a trunk system in place for SDG&E, San Diego Gas and Electric. And the individual talk groups are labeled. So if I lock on to one like um, a computer help desk, we usually get lucky about this time. So... Yeah, twice today I've got a message on my MDT that says the A6AX8877-2, USB 2.0 to fast Ethernet adapter has exceeded the power limit of its hub port. Oh, I had that problem earlier. And what is that? This is San Diego Gas and Electric. No, I meant what is the whole exceeded power. Oh. Uh, It's an amperage thing. The exciting conclusion. Give me a favor and go to uh, start, and then go to um, control panel. Well, they're actually doing troubleshooting over the air. Usually, right. they're just calling the phone. Click on hardware, and then device manager. Yeah, that must be painful. Yeah, I'm surprised the guy I even has like sufficient security privileges to uninstall device or change properties of the device settings. Yeah, because you're not an administrator. Yeah. Um, I need to come in the store for me. Um, I'll just take a look at that. Yeah, really? <laughs> okay, let me call my dispatcher. Okay, enough of that. But so that's cool. So you can lock in on certain things. And there are other people talking on the SD uh, G&E network. But because I was only looking for them and I was looking across the range of frequencies, I could find them and lock onto that. And similarly, I could do something like, um, like I can grab onto... Uh, this is a fruit picking company. Of course, that's very stereotypical. Uh, um, <laughs> Those migrant workers in San Diego? Um, it could actually be Mexico, you know, we're on the border, but I think most of the fruit grows in San Diego. So Yeah. Yeah. If I was guessing, it would be a migrant worker uh, that came a little bit north of the border. Well, you can tell because they're always over-modulated when they, when they talk. This is true for Mexican radio and for um, 
Arabic radio. Like, whenever the guy's talking, they think it's close to get really close to the mic. It's like, <laughs> and just it really peak things out. It's obnoxious. <laughs> you might want to be careful on the Arabic jokes. There are certain people that speak Arabic that listen to the show. No, no, that's not a. That's it's that's like saying that you know. I'm just saying. I'm just. Saying, I know, dude. but that's like saying that in America we have really flashy news, and we do. We have people on Fox News. They're like half naked talking about. Um, uh, I don't know what Fox News talked about. But no. Oh, ask- speaking of speaking of, I have a story later. So go ahead. <laughs> write it down so you don't forget but ask her if it's true that radio stations in the Middle East are way over modulated she'll be like yeah it's really annoying I don't know I, you know I just I just find it noisy if she listens to this she's gonna smack me but I just find the language very um <laughs> that's so much worse than what I said I said that they're yes. over modulated you're like I hate the language I hate the people I didn't say I hate the I culture <laughs> Oh, you're so going to get me in trouble. The audience can't um, tell, but he's burning a flag in the webcam. What, what is? What are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah, Where'd you even yeah. get that? Okay, for those of you who don't know, um, you know, my girlfriend is uh, fiance. Of 11, fiance, girlfriend. I use the words interchangeably, um, which she's probably going to hurt me for anyway. Um, she is. Uh, she is Lebanese. Thus, you know, we. Thus, her language is annoying, and she's a bad person, according to (laughs) Oh, man. Just say what you said. Damn it. (laughs) Shut up. All right, move on. Before you get into any more trouble, okay, there's things like, let's let's quickly get off the topic. What's what's fun to listen to? Radio is fun to listen to. Oh, radio. Um, uh, Air, air traffic. Air traffic control? Yeah. Oh, this is the military base. Is it? Yeah, I know, because tell- it says military base on the scanner. But no, that's obvious. Okay. But what we're listening to now is actually here. Let me close this. That's actually what's called the ATIS, I want to say. That's a looping recording that they they change periodically. And it's for when pilots are approaching or um, getting ready for takeoff or what have you. They tune to that, get all the information, and then it loops for like 20 seconds. And then they take off. Like, I can actually, there's a, a nearby airfield for, um, uh, well, it's just, you know, it's an, it's an airfield. It's not an airport. It's just for uh, people who own planes. If I lock onto that one, I have that one favorited. We should get um, a slightly different one, but that will also loop. Uh, come on. Here. You think you had it for favorited. Okay, nope. I thought I Oh, oh, I see what I did. Montgomery Park Information Hotel, 2253, see the weather. Wind 2308, visibility 10, sky clear. Temperature 21, 2.14, altimeter 2986. ILS runway 2 right approach in use. Start with the land, runway 23. Landing and departing runway 23. Notice to airman, Montgomery VOT out of service. A full readback of all the short instructions and runway assignments is required with your call sign. Advice you of information. Hotel. Hotel? Yeah, that's part of the um, the phonetic alphabet, you know, like Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, gotcha. Delta. Yeah. But it's hotel? Yeah, well, did you get what he was um, saying there? It's actually, I think it might have been breaking up for you, but it played well for me. Um, yeah, what they do is each time they, uh, they're recording, okay, that's it. things change on your side. Never mind. Crazy things are happening. But the, the, the re- <laughs> it's in one of those nights. The recording is updated every so many minutes, like every every time condition. I, I think it's a, a periodical thing. So you have to say which recording you're listening to so that the air traffic controller knows if you had information that's now outdated. Oh, and okay. what, 
what he said, I can actually walk you through because um, I have a uh, a passing experience with flight. My father uh, has a pilot's license. My grandfather worked for uh, very, very high up in a, uh, a certain airline. But what he said was this was a uh, recording hotel. There's an order. These things always going. And he said the time was 2253. That's on a 24-hour clock, so 22 colon 53. Uh, wind, at 20, wind 203 at 8 means that the wind is a 203, like on a compass needle, and it's at 8 knots, the actual speed of it. And then he said the uh, visibility, which is the different cloud levels, uh, the temperature. He gave the dew point and the altitude. I don't remember them. Uh, I do remember he said the altitude is on a uh, 29.86, which is not uh, – I'm sorry, that the altimeter is tw- on, on a 29.86 thing. That's not a uh, scale. It's a measurement of how much mercury is being used, and it affects your um, altimeter measurement. So you need to know um, all the measurements and then how they were measured. So they include the 2.86. And occasionally it's um, uh, millimeters or sorry, millibars or um, hectopascals, whatever the other language is. I, hmm. I have no idea what a hectopascal is. I only remember because of the programming language. <laughs> and then he just finishes up with the uh, runway uh, two threes for landing and departing. Uh, he said that they do not have GPS-assisted landing available and that uh, all instructions have to be read back to the controller. And then I'm pretty sure he said I missed the landing um, to tell the controller that you've read, that you've heard of a uh, recording hotel. So, Got it. Okay. Now you know how to land a plane. Oh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll be doing that in my uh, spare time. Yeah, well, I've always wanted a pilot's license. Oh, 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 the thing I've been waiting for all night just showed up. Hold on a second. Patch. On police or no no four two eight two nine three two eight zero eight seven zero three five four five expiration one of thirteen building zip is nine two one two three numbers on the back two four two oh invoice three five nine six two eight wrong the amount is ninety three fifty nine three point five zero so what do, you, what do you want to guess that is? I'm not. <laughs> um, that would probably be a credit card number. That's an incredibly irresponsible company. That um, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to give away any of their. Pre- I need to write them a letter and say not to do this. But uh, they have people in the field, and those people need to be able to process credit cards. And to do that, uh, they radio the credit cards back to HQ. And um, there you go. Hmm. So you could just sit here all day and collect credit cards. In fact, if you if you go into other frequencies, I can probably find a couple more before the night or, uh, night is over. But that's just would any of these be like a transportation company, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Yeah, but um, so that's I you know they make mobile units, so they they cost a little bit, but they go in the car and you can swipe the credit card yeah. and there you go. Yeah, I've seen them, but I've also seen. You've seen this practice. I, I've seen this in practice. <laughs> What's really bad is they give you all the information you need. They give you the numbers in the back, the expiration date, and more importantly, they give you the billing zip code. People don't know this. The way cards uh, do validation, the way they tell if mm-hmm. you're like making an illegal transaction, is that you need to have the correct billing zip code. So if, if I have your credit card, Enigma, and I use it but I don't know your billing zip code, it will look fraudulent and suspicious and you're not liable for it. It's not even the name. You don't need the name. You can put any name you want. Like, try it. The next time you buy something with a credit card, use the name like, you know, um, Dick Cheney, and it will go through just fine. But if the billing zip code is wrong, that's what trips up the whole thing. Yep. And uh, I'll just put a disclaimer here. We do not approve of any ill will um, 
with yeah no that would be <laughs> yeah just disclaimer big red disclaimer yeah but i just i thought i'd make that cause that's that's pretty cool but yeah uh, that was pretty cool i'll grant it but very very bad <laughs> extremely bad extremely unethical extremely unmorally people need to i'll, I'll write them a letter after the show i think yes oh yes. A small tangential a tangential relationship i know someone who does uh used to um uh program the algorithms for credit card um fraud detection systems mm-hmm. do you want to know the number one thing you can do to just instantly kill your card with suspicious activity what's that if you uh buy three tanks of gas it has to be three tanks almost three full tanks and then buy a pair of sneakers your card will be dead and you have to call and get it reactivated why three tanks of gas and uh because that is like 90 something percent of all illicit transactions someone finds a card on the ground they fill up their gas tank they go oh man this is cool they call their friends fill up the friend's gas tank and then they go out and buy expensive shoes why shoes um i think the people that i uh why bring me into it because i think that uh in the hip hop and gangster and like a uh, black and mexican culture that shoes are a big deal okay so, well, no, you, that's You've it's just a big, alienated some of our audience, but that's okay. Well, they it's uh, it's well, it's true. It's this is programmed into the system for just this reason. It's a statistic. Okay, alienating so, our audience, but that's okay. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, I'd like to know if we have any people who uh, steal credit card. Well, well, we might, but <laughs> <laughs> be careful. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, so that's all the fun with scanners. Um, that's all I got. Maybe if I can do something like this hold on a second oh you know let's try police we haven't done police all night where's uh nope. do a 350 euclid on a ccw call inside the starbucks mail told the rp supervisor that he had a gun because he was in blood territory and that he's a crip hmm. try to get a description of him but should, again, should be inside Starbucks. Inside the Starbucks? Interesting. Well, like, yeah, 2960 Altiver from this call uh, over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's just embarrassing. Mm, so, that's mm. my whole deal. Uh, we can go ahead and end the show here. Do you, do you have anything to add? You, you said that you had something earlier. Yes, I have something earlier. on the Along the lines of, we were talking about Middle East and uh, um, Plexi's on a uh, world tour. She's actually in China for a few days at a conference and um ask her if poor people spend a lot of money on shoes uh, i will i will do that it's like rims for a car you see this happen and i've been getting her to uh take uh payphone pictures around the world so i've got some i've got some uh payphone pictures here and i might post a couple of them up i have no idea where this is from but it it's a blue and yellow phone it looks really ugly um, is it really big and obnoxious? It is really big and obnoxious. Yeah, Middle East. Thanks. Middle East or uh, an Asian country? Um, I'm thinking it's probably Cairo. Um, she was in. Uh, she had a like a ten hour layover in uh, in Egypt. So in Cairo. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Her. That's a dangerous place to be. She went out uh, to see the pyramids. Oh, I guess he just oh. oh. I, they're triangles. They, I could have just described them to her. Yeah, you could have. But anyway. Um, so I, you know they should really put the nose back on the sphinx. So I, <laughs> so I might have some uh, payphone pictures to post up in the show notes. I wonder if the sphinx talks funny because doesn't have a nose. Maybe he does. And um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna submit a couple to the twenty six hundred, but I might post a couple just for kicks. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, because you know that twenty six hundred does the whole payphone 
pictures from around the world, right? The international payphone things. From around the world. Yeah, payphone pictures from around the world. I have some Australia ones, too, from last year when I was in Australia. So, fine. All right, so I guess we're closing it for tonight. Yeah, that will be the uh, the end of the show. Uh, go to the uh, site, hackradiolive.org. Yeah. Greatest site in the universe. And hackerpublicradio.org. Just... You know, second my greatest site in the universe. Second greatest site. Come on now. I, I, I'm. Your show exists because of me. Okay. I'm so pissed that your Alexa ranking is higher. Yeah. First of all, our show exists because of you. But um. Yes. All right. Our show exists because of yeah of Hacker Pulp Radio, and before that, that's bought, a distinction that matters a great. It matters a great deal. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy that soundboard. By the way. Can I have some oh, remote? Gonna... Can I have some remote capability on that soundboard so I can? Yeah, you know, I have I have Jake working on a thing, but uh, these things are so great. Now that snake has been infected by deadly <laughs> toxins from cancer-infested rats. <laughs> All right, we're done for today. Okay, see you next uh, Tuesday, everybody. Look at me still talking when there's science.